tends to be dangerous in analysis of any kind to generalize where you shouldn't generalize. But there's something about the Steelers' acquisitions this offseason that I can't escape as a common thread. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this. I'm going to go through the names of the more prominent free agents who've been signed this offseason. Patrick Peterson is the one who stands out, certainly, in terms of uh, a name. Isaac Salomalu is probably the best of them in terms of the impact that you'll be expecting in 2023. Nate Herbig is another member of that offensive line. Probably depth, but we'll see. And then there's the two inside linebackers, Cole Holcomb and Landon Roberts. And as I have gone through the histories of all of these players, including a couple others who've been signed, and I've paid attention in their various meetings with those of us in the Pittsburgh media for this particular trait. What really gets at me is that they've got this veteran fire. Is that a good way to put it? See, I, when you mention veterans to fans, the, the, the thing that you'll hear more often than not in your head is, well, they're they're old. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they're just old. Uh, they know what they're doing, but they've slowed down. They can't contribute as much. And I, I, that's definitely not what I'm going for here, especially not in Peterson's case. He showed last year in Minneapolis he still got it. He can still play the game. I don't care that he's 32 years old. He can play the game. But every one of these guys, Peterson included, comes with this uh, extra special moxie that's been underscored both by Mike Tomlin and Omar Khan in their various meetings with the media over this free agency period. So I'm probably not out of line in thinking that there was a common thread with those guys as well in trying to address what they felt, had to have felt, was a shortcoming at certain positions in 2022. Listen here, for example, to this sound clip of Tomlin from the NFL's annual meeting out in Phoenix last week regarding Peterson. I just love Pat P. Um, first of all, I admire his talents, the things that we all think of when we think of Pat P, um, the things that allowed him to go so high in the draft, the things that allowed him to play at a high level for over a decade in this league at the cornerback position. But over his time and even his time before the, before the league, I just have always been appreciative of his love and passion for this game uh, and his football character that's continually on display in everything that he does. Um, I'm as attracted to him for those reasons as I am, his resume and his physical talents. Every single time the coach spoke about Peterson, that stuff came up. He would deliver the obligatory or seemingly obligatory plaudits about, yeah, he can make plays and we value him for his physical this or that. But he would really emphasize this. He wanted to have someone back there who he'd feel, I think, comfortable sending into stadiums on Sundays to borrow from his own lingo. 
And I think that applies to a lot of these guys that he picked up. Khan, in a separate interview in Phoenix, said that between Holcomb and Roberts, the Steelers would have been happy to just get one. Their perspective on these players and what their value was going to be and their availability was going to be in free agency was that they were only going to get one of the two. And he said, Khan did, that the Steelers were fortunate to have gotten both. When you look at their DNA, the way they carry themselves, they have a lot of that too. And if I tell you that they have some Vince Williams in them, that'll get you excited from an intangible standpoint. Maybe not as excited because Vince was more of an old school middle linebacker who kind of got phased out because of the game changing as opposed to anything that he'd done wrong. But these guys are much more in line with modern inside linebackers. Plus, they've got that attitude. What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect, rigor, relevance. That's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. And in the case of Seomalu and even Herbig, you would be looking at the position, the general room in the Steelers facility that's got by far the least experience. That, of course, being offensive line, the left side of the offensive line. And as much as I like the way that Kevin Dotson came along as the season progressed, the 2022 season, I could see where having Seomalu in his place would just kind of lead to a steadying feeling all the way across the line, certainly from left guard over to right tackle. What you have at left tackle, eh, let's see what happens to Dan Moore between now and the NFL draft later this month. Whichever the case, Seomalu is a guy who comes in and makes a similar difference. He has that same chemistry about him. And sometimes with Tomlin, who, for as complex as he can sound with some of his own dialogue, he keeps things really, really, really simple in certain phases of building a football team. And one of them is that he wants them to be badasses. He wants them to be guys who want to go out onto the field and rip somebody's soul out. And he doesn't want to waste any part of his week of preparation wondering which guys want to do that and which guys don't. If you look at some of the positions that I've mentioned here, some of the players that are being replaced, you'll see what I'm saying, especially at inside linebacker. And I'm not saying that's the main reason these players were acquired. I'm saying that there's a pretty obvious undercurrent at play, and I find it interesting. When we come back, J1Q. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George, LGKG. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who need help with workers' comp, who filed for medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been keeping promises in our region for over 80 years. Learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. 
Today's J1Q comes from Tim, who asks, will the Steelers sign Alex Highsmith to a contract extension or let him walk? They will sign him to a contract extension, Tim. Thanks for listening, everybody. No, really, they will. They will. I feel like I don't even need to elaborate on this, but I'm going to in a couple of different ways. The first is this. For some odd reason, this franchise has a history of being really, really open about this sort of stuff. Like they don't go into an offseason and play coy about it. When you asked uh, Kevin Colbert, Mike Tomlin always stays away from this stuff. But when you would ask Kevin, uh, are you guys looking to sign Troy Polamalu to another contract? Are you looking to sign so-and-so to another contract? He'd just tell you, yeah, yeah, we'd like to do that. And he wouldn't say it regarding everyone. So it wasn't just a throwaway line or a, a common courtesy that was being extended. He would just tell you, yes, this is a player that we'd like to keep. He doesn't promise that he'll pull it off. Uh, He can't pledge that the Steelers will put forth more money than someone else or that a situation wouldn't change over the course of the summer. Say, for example, you pay a whole lot of money to somebody else at the same position. But in this case, where Highsmith is concerned, Omar just flat out said, yes, yes, just a month ago. We very much like to keep this player. This is a thing, you know. And when they've done that, if you go back over their, let's just say over the past 10 years in a a more uh, liberal form of free agency that we've seen, uh, certainly as it relates to the Steelers' participation, the only one I can think of, the only exception, meaning somebody that they said they wanted to re-sign and then didn't, was Le'Veon Bell, who only had the worst agent in the history of professional sports. That's it. That's it. Lev's agent cost him untold millions, might have cost him a chance to get to the Super Bowl, who knows. But that was on his agent, and of course, on Lev for listening to him. But other than that, when they've said they're going to sign somebody of their own, they've done it. So to me, I almost take hearing Omar say, yeah, we're going to keep Highsmith, or we want to keep Highsmith, as, okay, it's just going to happen at some point. I don't think there's going to be a lot of suspense to it. Uh, Highsmith doesn't strike me as the uh, look-at-me, hold-out type or whatever. And, and Omar, at the same time, doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who can't figure out a way to make the numbers work. So, yes, yes, Highsmith will be kept. If you want further proof of that, and this was the other thing I was going to mention, Consider the alternative, meaning no Highsmith. Well, you'd have to go get somebody because Bud Dupree, if signed, with all due respect, will be 31 next year. That's kind of getting up there to have both of your OLBs in that range. That's a high-octane position. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We'll do another one of these tomorrow. 